Canna Bloggers Corner. Always the good stuff. The following program is intended for mature audiences. The popcorn you're eating has been pissed in. Film at 11. Good evening. It doesn't make any sense. Probably on the side of us. Hope the kids seem to like it. We all know where you be, you military fairy. Well, hello, my sexy cannon bloggers. How are you today? It is so good to see you again. I'm so happy that you're here. Ah, oh, it just warms my heart. And you know what warms my heart is this week's episode. Yeah, I know, corny segue. <laughs> uh, but I don't care. It's my, f- it, I don't care. I, I'll do what I fucking want. <laughs> um, yeah, today's show is a really great episode, in my opinion. Um, and of course I'm a little biased, but yeah, I think you'll enjoy it because my guest is another one of those serendipitous guests that just came together and, uh, we, it, it, we just happened to click fellow East Coast transplant from Jersey to Modesto. Ms. Michelle is running her BU yoga, which specializes in Ayurveda yoga and meditation. So you're going to hear us talk about what that is because I knew nothing about it, but she is the definite expert and she's got her own unique blend of yoga, meditation, and cannabis that she has managed to integrate and infuse into uh, her business and her lifestyle in general. Um, she's also up uh, for best in Modesto. We'll talk about that as well. Cause I mean, it's Modesto and of course she's the best. So you got to go vote vo- once a day for that. We'll give you all the details about that. So uh, let's just, let's get in the right headspace. Um, just close your eyes, but not if you're driving, please, for the love of God, open them, open them, open them. And uh, take a couple of deep breaths, and we're going to relax, and we're going to get into this week's episode with Michelle and BU Yoga and Ayurveda. Cause down the shore, everything's alright. Good morning, Modesto. But I'm from New Jersey. Encouragement. Yes. All right, I am here with Yogi Michelle today. How are you doing today, Yogi? I am doing well. I got a lot going on. I'm going on vacation next uh, Tuesday for a week. And so, as you might guess, I'm trying to get all my ducks in a row. Ooh, you going someplace nice? Of course. I'm going to New Jersey. Jersey! (laughs) Yeah, I was born and raised there, and uh, my sister lives there. So, I'm going to go spend a week with my sister. Uh, Whereabouts? I'm from Pennsylvania, so uh, I know the area. Okay, yeah, and I was born in Brompton, okay. raised in, uh, ra- no, born in Trenton, raised in Brompton. Sorry, I guess I'm a little nervous. That's fine. Born in Trenton. Well, I have a lot of family still back in Mercer County. Um, so, yeah, South Jersey area. Okay. She lives in, in, like, the Pine Barren. She lives in Port Republic, so she's closer to the shore. Uh, back when I was a kid in the 90s, I, my stepdad hooked me up with a job at the Camden wastewater treatment plant. Oh, wow. Oh my God. This is back in the nineties when Camden was a war zone. Do you remember that? Oh, 
Oh, yeah. Super scary stuff, yeah. Yeah, and I'm driving through. My parents are like, lock your doors. Don't stop for anyone. Yeah, wow. But, like, you know, the, the National Guard gave up on them. I didn't even know that. Wow, I just... That's no. how bad it was back I then. Read. Wow. Yeah, I'm so, sorry, that, I mean, Jersey was hardcore back in the 90s, you know? Yeah. Action Park, yeah. did you ever go? No. No? No, I didn't go to Action Park, yeah. No, no neither did I. No. I, I, but I did didn't... you want to? No, I don't think that was my thing back hmm. then, too. I was a scared little girl, okay? Oh, okay. I grew up in the 80s. And uh, yeah, scared little girl. <laughs> well, I didn't do brave things until I grow up. Grow up. <laughs> I, you know, I was the same way. But I'd see those commercials for Action Park, and I'd be like, "Oh, that looks like fun," but what was, not realizing what? that you know these kids are freaking dying there. <laughs> right? Yeah, that was crazy. Um, um, what part of Pennsylvania were you in? Lehigh Valley. I was right there on the border. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right there, um, just right across the Delaware, um, off the 22 or 76, whichever one you took. Or, yeah, 78, sorry. Um, later on, the 78. They built that later, but it was always the 22. Okay. Um, it was the 22, uh, and I swear to God, somebody put speed bumps on there once because it was that, that shit was dangerous. <laughs> oh, it's Pennsylvania for you. Right? You know, we've got four seasons, construction, construction, construction in winter. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's so true. Every time I land at the Philly airport, it's a mess. Yep. And yeah. taking the school kill. You're right. Yeah. The shore kill. Yeah. It's the spelled shul kill, but it's, yeah, you know, talk <laughs> about growing up in where you can't pronounce the name, you know. Yeah, that's true. There were some uh, some funny names. Monica Hala, right? Yep. Look at that word. Trip up your tongue. Yeah, say <laughs> Manungahala three times real fast. <laughs> no, Depends I'm not going to make you from, do that. how you pronounce it. I, I you know, I, I grew up around Hakandakwa, Katasakwa, um, what else? Tamakwa, a lot of aquas, which okay. I, I don't even think meant water. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, a lot of the aquas were around me. Um, I, I don't know wh what did you have around you growing up? Those uh, native names for for us colonizers. You know, so it's hard to remember because it was so long ago. I left Jersey when I was about twenty years old. Okay, I remember. So I remember Lenape, which might be yep. pronounced Lenape or something. I might be pronouncing it wrong. I, I think um, I think technically it's Lenape, but I have heard Lenape as well. So. See? See, yeah, you uh, know. that was a local high school. Mm -hmm. um, and there was another one, uh, Shawnee. I remember Shawnee. Yep. Okay, I remember them. Um, uh, I used to ski on Shawnee Mountain. Okay, yes. It's just been so long. Yeah. I, I don't remember much more. I grew up along the banks of the Delaware River, though. Oh, so yeah. I mean, that. Would play in the water. That is, you know, that is a really nice place to grow up. You know, Jer Jersey gets. Jersey gets a bad rap. Don't get me wrong. You it know, does. But, but it's got some yeah. really beautiful places, even back when we were kids. So, I mean, Wildwood for all the problems <laughs> that it had, once they cleaned up the medical waste, it was fine. <laughs> I'm going to be there next Saturday. I can't wait. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
you when know, my friends plays in a band, I'm going to hear him play at Wildwood. I'm just, oh, I'm so looking forward to spending time at the beach. And even if the beach was dirty, the, the restaurants were fantastic. Yeah, yeah, plenty to do. Yeah, I, I, I love my home state. I am proud to say that I'm from New Jersey. I've heard... I've heard all the jokes and I don't care because, you know, I've had the experience. I know what it's really like. Usually the people that complain about Jersey, they've been at the airport. They landed at Newark. Right. Yeah. It's horrible. They're all the smog, all the factories. It's Newark but, for God's sakes. Everybody knows yeah. Newark sucks. <laughs> right. Get your ass down to the Pine Barrens. Go hunt exactly. down the Jersey devil. Go, go down the shore, you know. There's- down the shore. There's that phrase. Yeah, that's I do right. not hear that out here in California. No, I know. Yeah, uh, that, that's, that's a dead giveaway. Yeah, because also I don't say "wooder." Okay, I do. You say "wooder." I, if I catch myself, I still say it. Um, okay. Usually, and I usually when I'm tired or angry is when my <laughs> accent comes out. Um, normally, I'm okay, but oh, or if I talk to my family back home. Yeah, I am. When I go back home, I'll let myself redevelop it as much as I can so that I can go back with it and I'll lose it. But I've never had a heavy Jersey accent. Okay. So it's like my my family is way thicker than mine. I I don't know why. Well, I took modeling lessons actually when I was Uh, a young girl. My mom sent me like five five weeks of it and they told me to talk with a pencil between my like right here. Okay. Between my top front teeth. And that got rid of a lot of the funny ways that I would say words, the different so, ways that I would say words. So you had elocution lessons. You learned how to enunciate the accent out. <laughs> if that's what that was called, yes. I was like 11 years old. Right. You know, we don't know that shit <laughs> yeah. back then. You know, we just, I got to talk a pencil. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Strange so, stuff that we do. All right. You said you heard all the jokes. What's your favorite? Um, what's, let me, let me, give me a second to make sure I tell it right. I was a bartender and I'm horrible at telling jokes. It's ridiculous. Oh okay, my. So, um, what's the difference between the trash and a girl from New Jersey? Sometimes the trash gets picked up. Yeah. The trash gets <laughs> taken out at least once a week. <laughs> I've heard saying that I've heard similar variants. What's the difference between trash on the sidewalk and a hooker from New Jersey? Uh, sometimes the trash oh. gets picked up. Yeah. So yeah. Either way. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been uh, laughing with that joke to myself kind of lately. I've been separated for over a year and recently <laughs> divorced and I don't go out on many dates. I don't know why I'm like, okay, it's because I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> well, Okay, but also, I mean, we're Gen Xers here, you know. We we don't we're too tired for that shit. We don't we don't want to deal with that. Just stop bullshitting us. Just get to the point. We've been we have been lied to and bullshit dealt with bullshit all of our lives. Now we're at the point where it's like, just tell me the truth or get the fuck out. Yeah, I can sit with that. Yeah, at least that's how I <laughs> feel about it. Because you know, ever since. I mean, Challenger blew up when I was 10 years old. And now, you know, with all these declassifications and documentaries coming out, I'm seeing how they lied to all of us about that shit. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, that just more lies that we grew up with. Wow. See, and I know nothing about that. Actually, 
I, I, I have friends that are all up in it. I have a couple of friends that are conspiracy theorists. And when I say up in it, I mean all of the information of the world, not just the challenger. And um, something interesting about me is I do my best to not hear the news. I try not to hear what's going on in the world. I, I don't think it, I don't think it brings any value to my life. It doesn't help me out per se. I mean, sure, if there was something coming at me, but to watch the news, it just disturbs the mind. It creates all of these other thoughts, the what ifs that yeah. are not real. And it's not good for my nervous system. I've been through it. I'm, I'm on the healing side. I'm, I'm not healed, right. but I'm on the healing side. And I, I just can't do it. I can't take that prana in. I can't. <laughs> you know what? I, I respect that. I really do. I, I try to minimize my intake to a little bit in the morning and a little bit at night, just just so I can say that I know what's going on in the world. But, business. Uh, you know, I'm not going to watch CNN or Fox News or any one of those 24-hour news uh, networks because the reason why is so many people think that their job is to report the news. It's not. Do you know what all all those 24-hour news networks, do you know what their f real focus is, their real job is? I'm going to guess. Go ahead. Selling, selling what the commercials are. Exactly. Exactly. Money. Selling ad space. All That's all they want to do. All the quote unquote news is filling time in between commercials. So they're, they're going to, they're going to tell mm -hmm. the stories that the people paying for their commercials want them to tell the way they want them to tell it. You know, it's like, Someone said to someone gave me the example of President Obama drinks a Diet Coke, right? So there, there's just the plain vanilla fact: President Barack Obama drank a Diet Coke. Now there are different. There are many different ways that you can say that President uh, President Obama uh, is watching his weight. President Obama hates Pepsi. Uh, President Obama isn't thinking about the the earth because he's using an aluminum can. You know, it, every it's like the ant and the elephant. You know, they all see that tiny little part, but it's never the whole. Yeah, I've never thought of it that way, but yeah, absolutely, everything is perspective. Exactly, everything is perspective. Exactly, yeah. I, the way we see the world is all in our own perspective. Because yeah. not one of us sees the world the same way exactly as another, no matter how Absolutely. we grew up. Like you and I, we grew up in the same part of the, part of the world, but and around the same time as well. But you and I are still going to see things not 100% the same because you grew up your way. I grew up mine. The similarities will be there. But in the end, we're each going to have our own perspectives and our own opinions. Absolutely. Yeah. We run, we run life through our own experience and that's all we can do, you know, mm -hmm. good, bad, we can say. And, you know, a, a lot of that uh, to segue into what we're really here about, not just talking about Gen X and shit. Um, a lot of that has to do with what you do in, in the world right now. You are currently up in Modesto where you're running BU yoga, correct? 
Yes. Yep. That is me. And what that looks to me like you're doing is you're bringing in a lot of non-traditional, non-Western type therapies and just integrating them and showing people that, yes, these have benefits as well. Uh, am I reading that kind of right? No, you're, you're nailing it so far. Absolutely. Yeah, what I do is it's largely helping people. They come to me because Western medicine is failing them in some way. Their doctors say, I can't help you anymore, or I can't, I don't know what's wrong with you, or their doctors think they're lying. All kinds of things. I hear so many sad stories about the way people get treated by the humans that they, they trust to care for them. Um, yeah, it's, it's so disappointing. And so I'm, I guide people to their own wellness. I teach them how their own physiology works. Our bodies want to heal themselves. We got to get out of their way. Yep. So, um, so it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of teaching people how their anatomy works, their physiology, not just yoga, stretching. I mean, that is an important part of it too. Breathing, getting into our relaxation response, turning off our stress response, digestion. You know, if you're not digesting your food right, uh, everything goes to in the body. So, um, and everything is connected. Yes. Yes, it that's, is. That's what we have to learn, you know. You know, and so many, so many of us forget about that, not, not just within the world, but within our bodies, you know, everything is connected. We're all connected by this muscle tissue, bone sinews that, uh, they act and react on each other. And, uh, just from my own personal experience, I have been dealing with chronic pain since 2006. Wow. You know, I've had tendonitis, Sorry. arthritis, all that kind of stuff. And um, I've done chiropractors. I've done um, ibuprofen, massage, stretching, all that kind of stuff. But I'm still – and it still gets worse as I get older because it, it's tendonitis. It's not going to miraculously get better. So recently, I've decided that – I decided that, you know what, I'm going to just put all the – assumptions and fears aside, I'm going to try acupuncture. And I, I'll tell you, it just one hour on that table with a couple of needles in my neck and shoulders, I feel like a new person. Mm. And you had some blockages cleared away. Nice. Exactly. And if I just went to the VA, what would they do? Prescriptions. Right. What do you think they would throw at me? Opioids. Yeah. And how do I know that? Mom. How do I know that? Because that's what they did. They wanted to throw Vicodin at me. Mm. And I'm like, yeah. you know, that little voice in my head said, hey, guess what? Your dad died overdosing on Vicodin. So I'm like, um, let's let's stay off of the addictive stuff. You know, because. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I know me. I know my personality. And I want to stay away from that. And that's where that's where people like you come in. And tell me why I'm calling you Yogi instead of just Michelle. There are a couple of reasons. The reason why I get called Yogi is my best friend's name is Michelle as well. And it's confusing in town because we're <laughs> in the same circles with people. I've actually had one of my students who's known me for three or four years. She paid for a raffle ticket uh, with, a pay with a check and it was made out to Michelle Strange. Oops. 
How silly is that? So, yeah. So you had to give it to your friend, Michelle Strange. Yeah, she wanted me to, but no, I told her to fix it and put my last name on the check. So they call me Yogi. We call her Strange. And, you know, my question for the other Michelle, is she a doctor? <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> Dang it. I'll have to I'll have to tell her that you asked, though. But yeah, she does you love know, her last name. Yogi Michelle and Doctor Strange. That's the new franchise right there. I'm going to have to start calling her that, actually. She'll get a kick out of it. I mean, that that's the new MCU that we want. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Madison. <laughs> uh, I love that. I, I'm a huge MCU nerd, and I watched She-Hulk, and just the character of Madison, I fell in love with the character because she is just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like whatever happens, she's she's like the river that just flows with everything. You know, she she moves with the current and where life takes her is where life takes her, and she just accepts it. That's nice. It's a little of that let go and let God stuff. And <laughs> she at first it's like, oh, I think she's just, you know, a, a shallow woo girl. But then as I watched the episode, she she's actually having conversations with people and listening and responding. So it's like, oh, that's why everybody likes her. She listens. She Listen. pays attention. She engages. And so it's like, when you see a character like that, you're dr naturally drawn to it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, people want other people to be interested in them, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and just because you, okay, you're stuck where you are. You can either freak out or just deal with it. <laughs> How That's right. and deal with it is the generic generalization for however you react to it. Uh, either just hanging out and chilling, or can I go home? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's like one of the things that I teach people with yoga and Ayurveda is how to practice dealing with it. You practice in the calm space in your life so that when the hurricane comes, well, you already practice dealing with it in the calm space. So, okay, let's bring up our tool when the chaos hits. That's really important. It is. I, I completely agree. And it's like, it's almost like the Zen philosophy of this too shall pass. Um, just mm. be in the moment. What you're living now isn't going to be what you're living tomorrow, next week, next year, etc. So yes. just remember that the way things are now won't be how it is forever. And and that and goes what, and that goes for whether it's good or bad. Oh, definitely. Definitely. This too shall pass goes either way, right? And, and it's also and it's also accepting that the past isn't still happening now too. Right. Yeah, it's, it's just miserably to be stuck in the past and reliving the past. It's so important to let it go. That's such a big part of healing. You know, I, I noticed that during the pandemic, we were extremely lucky when a lot of our friends were having crises and uh, financial health, etc. Um, we we were lucky enough to be doing okay. We didn't have to ask for any assistance. We didn't have to skip any rent. You know, I, I was, we were able to be flexible with it, but now, excuse me, now that the world is opening up again, it's getting harder again. So now we're struggling more than we were 
two years ago. Yeah. So maybe that's that had to do with conditions back then versus now. I don't know, but whatever it is, like I said, the, it, it won't be permanent. We'll have peaks, valleys, lows, and highs, and eventually yeah. we'll be we'll be back on top again, and then we'll be back down at the bottom. But because we know how to deal with it, we'll be okay. Yeah, that's it. In yoga, we want to we aim for uh, the attitude of uh, sattva. That's like that peaceful, easy feeling. <laughs> <laughs> nice, just like the eagles. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> now I wanted to merging that uh, the yoga and the non-Western medicine. I don't want to call it Eastern because I, I don't think it's necessarily all Eastern. You know, we, we, we tend to think anything non-traditional is just Eastern medicine. Um, I want to look at it as a non-Western medicine type of therapy, one that doesn't involve pharmaceuticals, um, uh, for-profit healthcare, that sort of thing. One that's focused on not just holistic, but healing rather than treating. Um, right. And True healing. Right, exactly. And what I find interesting is that there are parts of Christianity that say that this stuff is wrong, that it, it, it's, uh, it's worshiping non-Christian gods and it's evil and, and sinful and we shouldn't practice it. And I'm thinking, well, mm -hmm. wait a minute. These have proven benefits. You know, all, oh, yeah. yoga, therapy. Um, I'm sorry, you're better at these words than I am. Please help me with these terms. <laughs> now, um, no, yoga has, there is tons of science that shows the benefits that yoga brings, that breath work, which we call pranayama brings, meditation. Um, and really what Ayurveda does Ayurveda is the sister science to yoga. Okay, so they came from the same scriptures, the same philosophy. What yoga is a practice of quieting the mind. It looks like an exercise, but it is not. Part of the practice of yoga is to move your body into certain positions so that you're clearing blocks um, and you're ideally preparing your body to sit still for meditation. Meditation is what keeps your body out of stress response, keeps us alive longer, help, lets us be healthier. So it's a very practical science. It, it, and it's spiritual. There's a spirituality to it because we, in part of it, we kind of have to lose attachment to this reality because when you're attached to, your, when you're attached to anything, it causes drama. Attachments cause suffering. And that's the big philosophical true. Philosophical part of There we it. go. <laughs> um, you could say I've got a little vata going if we're going to talk Ayurvedically. Um, give me a moment. I just lost my train of thought. Take your time. Thank you. So, um, yeah. So, whereas yoga is intended to help us to sit still to meditate, Ayurveda's purpose is to teach us how to take care of the body the right way. It's a lot of preventative medicine. It's um, the therapies are herbal therapies. It's not only what you eat, it's how you eat. It's like having special practices around the way you take your food in. It's about being careful with all the energy that you let into your body. Because according to Ayurveda, um, 
Sorry, I'm a little nervous. Give me a second. I know I'll be okay. That's okay. Take your time. We're, we're all okay. good here. Okay. According to Ayurveda, there's uh, three causes of disease. Okay. One is um, taking in disharmonious energy. Disharmonious prana is what we call it. So what you see, smell, taste, feel, and eat or consume. Okay. So you can either take in things that are good for you or harmonious, or you can take in things that are disharmonious. And that becomes you. That becomes part of you. Not just what you eat becomes you. What you see, smell, all of it. So in Ayurveda, we we teach ourselves to be mindful of what prana we're taking in. And what I find ironic about that, I shouldn't say ironic, but it, it shouldn't surprise me at all, is everything that you described can also be found in Christianity. You know, it says, you know, your body's a temple. Um, you, you are made, it tells us that we're made in, in God's image, that we should honor ourselves, take care of our bodies. Um, and also, you know, watch what we eat, watch what we observe. You know, don't, we don't, tells us, you know, hey, garbage in, garbage out. And that goes for everything, food, uh, entertainment, um, what we hear, see, smell, all the five senses. So everything you described is also interspersed throughout Christian doctrine as well. So what I find fascinating is Christians who say that that, that yoga or, I'm sorry, ayasattva, is that correct? Please. Ayurveda. Ayurveda, thank you. Ugh. Or Vader, like Darth Vader. But it doesn't I, and I will remember that now. Um, but yeah, Ayurveda, it, it, everything you described is in the Bible somewhere. Hmm. That's interesting. It's been a long time since I read the Bible. I was educated in Southern Baptist Church as a young child. But, mm -hmm. There you go. But, but it's been a long time. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, but that's, that's one of the ways that we cause disease in the body, taking in disharmonious prana. Yep. The other way is, Basically, by making poor choices, by by not consciously choosing the right thing, because we have we have our ego mind, right? That it's our separate sense of self. And I don't mean ego like all puffed up. I just right. mean your sense of self and your ego. What it wants, what it wants. It's kind of designed to seek pleasure, avoid pain. But that's not always what's best for us. Exactly. So, yeah. So in Ayurveda, we use therapies like meditation to teach us how to, you know, on the ego, how to quiet the mind so you can hear the wiser voice of the soul, you know, that that smarter part of you that's that's connected to everything, not and, the separate sense. And to me, that sounds like the, the Christian philosophy of let go and let God, that we are not the center of everything. It's not about us. We are, we are part of a larger community and we need to not necessarily meditate or um, anything like that, but we were told to um, commune with God, commune with each other, and, and of course, prayer. That, and that's exactly what we're doing. When, when Christians pra practice that, they're doing exactly the same thing. They're quieting their minds and focusing on a higher power 
that they're relying on to get them through whatever they're going through. My teacher used to say that prayer is when we sit and talk to God and meditation is when we sit and quietly listen for his voice. I love that. I absolutely love that. That is, that is perfect. Yeah. I agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah. It's yeah. So to all these, to all these people who think that non-Western or non-traditional therapies are hokum bullshit, whatever you want to call it. They, they're not, there's science behind it. They, they, this is proven. I mean, absolutely. I mean, you just heard me talk about two causes of disease that mm -hmm. make perfect sense. Ayurveda, it's a true science. And research is showing now just how accurate all this is. I look up articles on PubMed all the time. I don't know if you know what PubMed is, but Mm -hmm. if you're going to college and you're researching for an essay, (laughs) you better have stuff from places like PubMed on there and not blogs. I don't get my research from someone talking on tiktok i can't stand it when people do that well so. <laughs> hey, i did my research michelle i saw this on facebook so it must be true right <laughs> oh gosh no no i'm like i'm serious about the science of it I, yes. I believe true in the philosophy of it as well but i'm very pragmatic like that i'm a i'm a capricorn like i want to know the truth i want to know the reality so i'm all about the science and so am i i'm, I'm a capricorn and i'm yeah. right there with you Okay, see? Yeah. Right? So let me tell you about the third okay. the third um, cause of disease in Ayurveda. And it makes sense too. Okay. It's time and motion. And we can't avoid that, right? Because right. we're human beings. Yep. But we can, but there's two kinds of time. There's biological time and there's linear time, right? Linear time is the clock ticking, the yep. days moving. But biological time, you know, you take two people that were born on the same day and put them next to each other 50 years later. And there's very unlikely that they're going to look like they're the same age. Right. Depending on what they've been through in life. Right. right? Exactly. The more you run yourself down, the faster you age. So again, common sense. Ayurveda wants to teach you to slow down, to be present. It's, and that's, that's how we fight disease. When you start from prevention, and then once you're already sick, well, you know what? Start it anyway, because you'll start to decrease the disharmony in the system. And that's what's great about, um, sorry, I think I was going to go on a tangent. So never mind. I'll just stop that. No, you know what? Tangent away. I, I want I want to <laughs> ride this tangent with you. Let, let's go. Hang on a second. Okay. I got my helmet on. Let's go. I'm ready. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, that's why I really love it is because it's so practical. It makes such sense. It's the hardest part about it is just being honest with yourself and doing it and stop doing disharmonious things to yourself. Um, using herbs as medicine is brilliant. That's why I'm so sad that cannabis has such an uphill battle on, on this planet. Yes. It was medicine forever until it was criminalized for greed, for money. My mother sounds like I had a similar situation to your dad. My mom was on opiates for years. She died at age 60. She was on like 16 prescriptions and she was taking Adderall, uh, illegal drugs, so that she would stay awake from her prescription drugs. Nobody should have to live like that. No. 
Uh, my dad passed at 55. He had a heart wow. attack at 45. Um, and uh, he was amputee. So he was on painkillers for uh, decades since before I was even born. So, uh, Wow. Yeah, my mom was long-term sick like that too and an amputee, but not till later in her life. Okay. Yeah. Messed up, man, right? Yeah. It, it's And again, it's people with similar backgrounds. You put them together. It's interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, you talked about cannabis as medicine. How do you integrate, if if at all, cannabis into your uh, yoga practice? Um, I use cannabis frequently throughout the day to manage my anxiety um, and to help me with focus. I smoke CBD as well. I love CBD as well. Um, nuts for me personally. I like to use edibles recreationally as well as for sleep. Um, because they're comfortable. I, yeah. I know how to medicate with them. Um, I'm making some today, as a matter of fact. I can, Ooh. I can smell it. <laughs> Ooh, what you making? Um, um, I'm just decarbing right now, and then I'm going to make some coconut oil. And then I use fat in everything. I In Ayurveda, fat oil is love. No joke. I rub oil on my body. I put oil on everything that I eat. If it's not ghee, then it's uh, coconut oil or <laughs> olive oil. And, so, and there are good quote unquote oils. So, oh yeah, you know, it, oh, it's, yeah. it's not that you're deep fat frying everything. It, you're it's using not. it consciously. It's how you take it. Not what you're taking. In. It's how you take it. I take it in a harmonious way. Yeah. So, so what is your go-to when, when you're, when you're looking for that product, what is the one thing that you just love to, to consume? You mean cannabis wise? Yes. Or oil. Oh, okay. Um, you mean eat? Whatever. It, any kind of consumption. Any oh. kind of consumption. Okay. So I'm a flower girl at heart. I nice. use bong. Yeah. I use a bong. Um, but I don't mind go. the pre-rolls. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see it. <laughs> yep. I'm not in the bedroom. I would not show you mine. It is filthy right now. <laughs> oh, hey, no judgment. No okay. judgment here whatsoever. Yeah. Just um, just make but, sure you clean it later. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I need to get to it. Um, I love dabbing. I just don't have a rig right now. Yeah. I love joints. Um, I love hash. I love smoking hash. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I put it on the little thing. on Or put it on, uh, uh, what's that called? A paper clip? on the table with a glass over it. And oh yeah. That's old, that's old school kids. Yeah. That is going um, old school. I haven't yeah. thought about that since the Clinton administration. Holy shit. <laughs> well, I don't have any other sophisticated way to smoke my hash if I get some, but Hey, it's hard to come by it. The, if anybody can figure it out, a stoner can, because we are, we are, if anything, inventive. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I love drinkables. Okay. Um, especially if I'm going to the beach boardwalk. Oh, love drinkables. Yeah. Um, I don't, the only edibles that I'll eat, like I don't like sugar. So sometimes I'll do gummies if somebody's like handing them out, but I'll buy tinctures for myself. Um, yeah, I like tinctures. Um, yeah, I'll, I, I won't turn it down. I really do love cannabis. I, 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 the even it's in the um ancient yoga scriptures like in the ancient texts cannabis is man is mentioned as um a life giver a joy bringer um you know it's one of the original big five medicines plant medicines in ayurveda so hey i it, 
they use it in ceremonies in India to this day. It's it's it was named in honor of uh, Shiva. It has well, it has like fifteen different names in Sanskrit. It's nuts because Sanskrit is a it's a vibrational language, and so depending on how you're looking at, depending on your perspective, uh-huh. we talked about perspective. Uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> that's kind of the name that you use for for ganja or bang or vijaya. I think is some vijaya. It, it means gives you energy. So it depends kind of on what you're using it for, what name it has in Sanskrit. But it has plenty of names, so you know it was valid for quite a while. And that knowledge was there for thousands of years that it can be used for specific purposes that some of it made you feel different than others and they already knew that and it was funny i was just talking with a friend of mine last weekend and he just he's just discovered terpenes and terp profiles and how how they affect your high and i just looked at him like welcome aboard (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh it's all about the terps oh yeah i love the bioflavonoids yep just like it, you know, like Tulsi, same thing, time. They're all potent medicines. Yeah. Just like cannabis, turmeric, right? And they should all just be treated with respect and decriminalized, destigmatized. It's just such a crime that cannabis is treated the way it is. It really People is. People need to be let out of jail. It's it's all it's bullshit. It's such bullshit. And and a lot of it, um, well, let me put it this way. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, per se. I don't believe every conspiracy theory, but at the same time, I don't think our government's batting a thousand and telling us everything. So I'm I'm not going to say that all conspiracy theories are wrong, uh, but the one that I will believe in till the day I die is that the reason why cannabis is so criminalized the way it is now is because of our for-profit medicine system. That's that's actually, I believe, a quarter of the reason. It was also because Hearst Paper Mills, the lumber, yep. it was du- DuPont, right, with plastics. Yep, plastics. And the Carnegie was the, was the medicine people. Mm-hmm. And there was, was textiles or something, right? Yep, because hemp can be used to make textiles. The, yeah, I don't remember what big family that was. Uh, anybody involved with cotton. Okay, right, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Because yeah. cotton was is our main agricultural export. Yeah, that's one thousand percent true. You can look that up. You can look that yep. shit up. Yeah, and, and you know they're they're never going to fully come out, come out and admit it and say, yeah, you're right. Have you heard of the Laguardia report too? I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. I no, I have, I'm not familiar with that one. Okay, I'm not trying to be rude, but I'm just going to Google it really quick because this is a worthy story to mention because basically. Somebody did a te- did tests and did got results. So science and gave information to Nixon, I think, that um, okay. cannabis was great. That that okay. you sh- that you should legalize it. Yes, okay, does and, it sound and, familiar? Yes, and it's been parodied and stuff like that, and people have made memes about it. Okay, now yes, now I remember what you're talking about. Oh, the gateway drug theory. That's what it was. Okay. Yep. And they proved there wasn't a gateway drug and right. ignored it completely. And 
How many times do we hear it? Our politicians, even in just the, the media, it's a gateway drug. Don't start it. It's a gateway to other things. It's a gateway to meth and cocaine and whatever. It's like, no, it's not. Further from the truth, I'm living proof of that. My mother growing up, she was a meth head. My mom was on meth from the time I was about eight till I was about 14 or 15 when she couldn't work at General Motors anymore and sell meth. She was on disability and it turned into opiates. And it was a big downhill slide from there. And I never in my life have snorted anything. I've never shot anything. I've never taken any hard drug. I've only had cannabis and mushrooms. Yeah. No, no, nothing ever. Yeah. And, 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 I'm, and I have no inclination to. And I, I agree with you. And not everyone is going to be the same. You know, different people have different right. personalities. And to be completely fair, I, I should I should amend it and say that it's not a gateway drug for everyone. It's not going to generalize. You shouldn't generalize and think that anybody who smokes a joint is automatically just going to go, now I want to shoot some crack. No, that's not everyone. Maybe. Right. Maybe that's a percentage of the population, but that is not the common reaction. Right. I, I think there's something else going on. Yes. If they go deeper. Yes. I don't think that the cannabis per se will push somebody because cannabis just makes you more sophic. It makes you more comfortable. And cannabis does affect people differently. You know? Yeah. Oh, Definitely. My That's wife, why we have to be our own doctor. My wife can't smoke. I mean, she can smoke all day long, but it does nothing for her. But edibles knock her on her ass. So everybody reacts differently to it. So to say that it's not habit forming, we can't say that 100%. To say that it, it's not a gateway drug, we can't really say that 100%. Because we, 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 should, we should recognize its limits as well as its benefits. We should recognize that yes, there it does do this to some people, you know, be, and not say nope, this is a panacea. It's one hundred percent perfect. It's just going to cure the common cold. No, let's be realistic here. Let let's be honest with ourselves and be logical. Well, actually, that's interesting that you put it that way because this is how Ayurveda ties in with it. When I treat somebody with Ayurveda. I don't treat them in a general way like Western medicine does. I give a person a consultation and I look at their, not only their body shape, the way it works, their physiology, I try to understand their personality and I give them a full evaluation so I can understand their own separate constitution. Ayurveda says that we're all made of a combination of the five great elements, ether, air, fire, water, and earth. Yeah. We all have a certain percentage of each and that's what makes us who we are. Okay. So somebody that has a lot of earth, I can't treat them the same way that I'm going to treat somebody with a lot of ether. It just can't happen because I have to treat them with opposite qualities. So when I get to know a patient and I evaluate them, I understand where their elemental balance is. I can tell them better. Okay. You should be avoiding oranges and leaning into berries or vice versa. You should be avoiding this flavor profile of terpenes and leaning into this flavor profile of terpenes. 
because of their constitution. Yep. And that's how it works. Everybody's got their own makeup. And and you can call it whatever you want. Constitution, makeup, body chemistry. It's all the same thing. It's it's what makes us us. And we are all different. We're all unique. And yes, we are all snowflakes. Get over it, people. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And but it's beautiful. It is. That's that's a good about Ayurveda. Yeah, I get to treat a person at their level where they're at, and, and it's just so personalized, and it's beautiful. All right, Jersey girl, I have taken up enough of your time here on a Friday. Before I let you go, though, Miss Yogi okay. Michelle, where can I find both you and Be You online? Uh, you can find us at my website www.bumodesto.com I'm on Instagram Yogi Michelle 3 I'm on Facebook um, at at YM Namaste if you type that into the search it'll take you right to my page there Yogi Michelle I'm on LinkedIn too uh, <laughs> I'm not sure let me check it What is well you know what you're on all the socials and I'll tell you I'm going to put all the links in the show notes so okay great it'll make it easy for everybody so please everybody take a look at the show notes go visit her vote for she's up for best of modesto yes it's vote best in modesto.com under health and beauty scroll all the way down to yoga slash pilates and look for be you yoga and yes because (laughs) there's a couple of be you's out there remember hers is the one in modesto Yes, BU Yoga, Modesto, California. All right. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. I really appreciate you coming out and taking some time and chat with me today. It's been a, it's been so great talking to you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. It's been very fun. Namaste, friend. Namaste, and have a wonderful weekend. Thanks, you too. Okay, that wraps up another episode of Candle Bloggers Corner for this week. Once again, I would like to thank Michelle for chilling in my corner uh, with me this week, talking about BU, Ayurveda, and yoga. Sounds wonderful. Sounds amazing. I hope I make it up there at some point to uh, to visit and take advantage of, uh, of that yoga studio. Might just have to try it and break through that little mental barrier I've got. But yes, please make sure that you follow her all her socials and uh, make sure you vote for her in best in Modesto. They're in Modesto. She's the best. So yeah, you got to vote for her. And of course, all those links are going to be in the show notes. Um, And of course we have the usual house cleaning. Uh, Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, all that kind of happy stuff at SD Blogger for cannabis content and SDCC wacky wags for all my San Diego go, San Diego Comic Con coverage. Yeah, I can talk today. If you like what you heard or you just want to talk about it, please leave me a comment or shoot me an email at sdcannablogger at gmail.com. Until next week, have a great week. And above all, please stay lifted. Thank you for listening to Cannablogger's Corner. Wait, where are you going? I was going to make espresso. Now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. Don't let anything come between your testicles and you. (laughs) 